Ben, you got a birthday coming up. It's my birthday eve, it's true. That's right. So you probably you probably understand our guy Grimace. You know, hmm. who Yeah, yeah. Just this past month, I guess, was celebrating his birthday all month. Diva like behavior, but you know, I was thinking because they they kept pushing this McDonald's, they kept pushing this stuff about Grimace's birthday. So it got me thinking. All right, motherfuckers, let's think about it. How did Grimace's give birth? Like, look at okay. the, the shape wow. of that. You got a little butt plug individual. That's all coming he is. Out. Yeah. So like. How does that work? I mean, do they come out like plug in first? I was like, gonna say if they're coming first? out base first, I right. mean, good lord, that'd destroy a, a, a grimace woman. It, it also feels like though, if they come out the other way, like all the pushing in the world's not gonna help, right? Because you'd yeah, be really, pushing right. it, be pushing it back. So it's flared as to not go out, right? So damn, I, I'm just saying, like. It, it seems to me that when grimaces give birth, there's probably like a, a an audible floop noise. <laughs> where the suction just lets go, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 where suddenly it's like, bloop, it's, it, out comes the grimace. It's a grimace. <laughs> it, just, I don't know. <laughs> I like to imagine that the life cycle like results in a chest burster like phenomenon. Like that's how they hatch, you know? Oh shit! Yeah, they that's the only out. way out. Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, I also have this question, McDonald's. Like, what do you get the grimace who has everything? Yeah. What really, are we right? supposed to do about his birthday? He's mm. got it all. Living the life of fame and fucking fortune. Do you think that like Grimace has like weird birthday sex requests that his oh. Grimace partner like isn't really into, but will do it because it's birthday? Of course, of course. You know he's got Birdie fucking doing some weird ass shit for sure, right? What that cloaca yeah. do, Birdie? What that thing do? <laughs> what that cloaca do? He <laughs> he he fucking suddenly unveils that he still he still has the other arms that he originally had when they <laughs> like presented the character. Yeah, because he's like a forearm like a Goro or something, right? Right, yeah. And he likes to get freaky with him. So <laughs> Hamburglar's about to find out <laughs> what that means. <laughs> oh man. Grimace's birthday, dude. That's a big event. It's a, a month-long event just ended. I can't believe, you know, it comes around every year. Seems like I barely even noticed it until this year. Yeah, really, right? And <laughs> he celebrates by uh, giving everyone heart disease. What an asshole. Nah, Grimace is cool. Heart disease. Uh, listen, of all the ways to go, heart disease is one. It's a common one. It's really true. Common. It's very, yeah. very common. So... <laughs> Anyway, hey, welcome to Dead and Lovely. Hey, 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 a podcast. It is one. Yes. Uh, the Confirmed. One. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're with the host with the most. It's me, your birthday eve buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. And we are here today to be talking about one, Wheeze Hamster. Wheeze Hamster. That's Wheeze Hamster. Yeah, 1997 I can see movie. that. 
Yeah, I could see that honestly being a 1997, like poorly CGI animated movie. Right. Yeah. About a hamster with uh, uh, asthma. Oh, bless hamster. him. Wee's <laughs> hamster. Yeah, Tim. If you want yeah. to get straight into the movie talk, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description as usual. But also as usual, we're going to be doing ourselves our usual chin wagon, catching up, snapping open a co beer. I think I'm going to go ahead and do that and have oh, ourselves yeah? a good old time. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open this Bitburger Premium Pills Fruited Bitburg Germany. Listen to that. Thing. Is that how oh. it's written? Yeah, that it's is got, how it's written. Like, all mm-hmm. that to it. Okay. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. From the font, <laughs> it's supposed to be pronounced that way. Mm, you can really bag. taste the font in this beer. It's just a good, delicious <laughs> light pilsner for a lovely uh summer's eve here in East Tennessee. It's been a oh, busy yeah. week, man. It's been a busy one. How you been? Yeah. Uh been good. I mean, uh I, I, I was a, a little sick for a few days, had a sinus Fucking infection. Sick, dude. Yeah, it sick. sucked. My head was so full of, of pressure. I was not I was not a happy camper. But yeah, oh, yeah. had, had a little bit of that. Other than that, uh, you know, not done much. We got to hang out with uh, our pals Jason and Miles the other day. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Had a little bit of food. Stopped by the Ex Novo uh, Brewery out there in Beaverton. Good stuff. Good times, man. Good times and great yeah. oldies. It sounds like a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Man, I have just been a high-flying, top-rope, superstar music man this week. Oh, hell yeah. I tell you what, man. Like, we, uh, we've we been some busy old bees over here lately. We just had that, that New York trip we did recently, got back, and immediately got ready to go to Fort Wayne in Diana to go visit Sweetwater's Gear Fest 20 and 23. They had me and a bunch of other tubers like me come out to check out a bunch of new gear and make videos together and just have an overall great time and it was tu- indeed a great time man tubers you mean tubers like ma- male porn stars that's right tubers yes oh, yes okay. right. mm, cool. me too. so they brought out some male porn stars. i didn't know you were doing porn but that's i mean it's good to hear that oh, that's you're where the best in the industry is, for sure i yeah. mean you know all of my <laughs> stuff is about sucking and wanking anyway so <laughs> it's bound to happen, you know? It's kind of yeah, written in the stars, yeah. wasn't it? You opened that door, I guess. <laughs> I did. I wanted it to happen. I was asking for it. With the way I dress, I was asking for it, you know? Yeah, I... You, <laughs> it's true. You... With the way you dress, you were asking to be a porn star. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. pretty Thursday. rad. I'm glad yeah. you got it. <laughs> well, thanks, you know? It's a good gig if you can get it. Tubing. Going tubing. Yeah. Tubing. <laughs> tubing. But it was good, man. Like, we went out there and filmed a ton of stuff. Kate was with me, giving me a, a ton of help. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know how That's I rad. could possibly set up and break down all the camera and audio equipment while trying to make all these different right. appointments and shit happen. Some people do this stuff alone, and I'm like, no, I, I do not want to. It's so hard, man. So, yeah, had like some good help. And um, I've assembled that into um, easily one of the dumbest videos I've, I've ever fucking made. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh my god! Like <laughs> it'll either go over really well, or I'll never get invited again ever because people will be like, "I guess Ben was on crack the whole time he was at Sweetwater." This video well, is ridiculous, you? man. Uh, well, you know, I you know define define crack. I think crack is in the eye <laughs> of the user or in the crack pipe of the user. You know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you're saying like. 
Yes. You may, ha- yes, you may have used yes. crack, but mm-hmm. like, what is crack, really? Sure, you know? Okay. What yeah. is crack? Yeah. Lady, don't Lady crack don't me. me. Yeah. <laughs> it is a real stupid video. That'll be up on my channel, and uh, That's I'm awesome. pretty excited to share it with everybody. So, yeah, it was a good time, man. Got back and immediately hit the ground running. Just been editing footage and all that jazz, uh, getting ready for my, my birthday tomorrow, June 20 and a 7. Uh, my last birthday of my 30s, I'm going to be a 39-year-oldsman. Yuck! Oh! Hell yeah. Getting a case Ugh. of them olds, dude. Pretty fucking sick, if you ask me. I'm going to celebrate by doing nothing, which is exactly yeah. what I want the to best. do, dude. Like, you know... Kate always wants to make birthday special and stuff, of course. Right. She's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go do this or that or this or that? And I'm like, no. Like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to have a party. Like, I don't want to think about cleaning and making choices for food and drinks and who to invite and what time and what right. day, blah, blah, blah. Like, we've been so fucking busy. What I really want for my birthday is not to have another thing on my to-do list. So, I am totally just uh, treating myself. Getting a massage, having some good food, and oh, uh, cool. probably spieling on some guitar tomorrow. So I'm very excited about that. I know that might not be everybody's thing, but I'm actually fucking ecstatic about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Sounds awesome. So yeah, uh, I, I would, I would definitely enjoy that birthday. Hell yeah! Maybe I'll treat myself and go see that Flash and check out them new fangled special effects that everybody's going crazy about, huh? <laughs> is that is that right? You gotta. <laughs> they're blowing the up about them. I've heard that Everybody's they're amazing. blowing up about it. I I th- I did see some some blowing up in in some ways, and I I think I think it was it was people blowing up about how much they disliked it. But oh. I saw I saw a couple people who who liked it. I guess I did maybe, too. Yeah, you know maybe. But then again, like go there on your birthday. I've also seen a few people being like, "Yeah, it's up there with the Snyder cut," and I'm like, "Oh God, yeah. <laughs> warning signs." Yeah. So, not sure if I would <laughs> yeah. spend any amount of my time on my uh, birthday. Yeah, I don't think that's probably a good use of it. I think I'll probably uh, stay home and smoke marijuana and maybe watch National Treasure instead. I think that sounds like a pretty that's, fucking ball. I mean, yeah, time. that's rad. Honestly, right? that's a cool evening. So, yeah, do that. I think it'll be a good time, man. You have time to watch anything this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been it's been a couple weeks since we, we last recorded. Um, so we, we have seen a good bit of stuff, uh, as I, I think I told you on the bodies, bodies, bodies episode, I think we watched the room. Uh, yeah. so we followed mm-hmm. that up with the disaster artists, um, which is based off of Greg Sestero's book. Greg is one of the people in the room. Um, and it's, it's so interesting to get any sort of insight into Tommy Wiseau's mind. <laughs> It is just <laughs> so place, interesting. Huh? Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a place. It is. I, I didn't that have yeah. uh, old Franco in there. Yeah, he directed it and he 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 starred as, as Wizo and he does he, a great he job out to like be a crap bag in real life, right? That sucks. Yeah, yeah, he did. It does suck. Sucks that he sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, disaster artist. I mean, it, it's it's. If you've seen the room, and you should see the room, but if you've seen the room, the disaster artist is well worth a watch. Cool. Uh, also watched uh, a little movie called Cooties. Oh, with, Cooties uh, is fun. Elijah yeah, Wood. yeah, yeah. It's a real fun movie. Very enjoyable. I would I would say it's like 
I don't want to ruin anything, but it's I, I'd say it's a good companion piece to Little Monsters. I was going to say, it's kind of a similar vibe to that. I recall liking Little Monsters maybe a little bit more, but it is a similar kind of vibe. Right, yeah. So, yeah, check out check out Cootie's Good good Time. Uh, we also watched uh, Neighbors with old Neighbors. Seth Rogen. I don't uh, think I've seen that one. I hadn't seen it either. I heard, you know, it, it was pretty funny. Uh, and, uh, well, Anna, Anna likes a Zac Efron, so he's in there. We watched it. It was pretty funny. I mean, does, I uh, rush does out Seth Rogen, like, does he do that, that laugh that he does where he's like, ha, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get stoned. Uh, and there's a bunch of dick jokes, etc. I you sound know. just like him. Ha, 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 Yeah, ha, no, you're killing it. That is yeah. the best Seth Rogen impression I've heard today. Thanks. I know. Uh-huh. Of all of them you've heard today, number one, I've heard, effortless. <laughs> and I've heard a couple. Uh, I heard that one just now. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and that was Killing the good it. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also watched a movie called Rolling Kansas, which is a, a stoner movie directed by Thomas Hayden Church. Has, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's fun. It has James Roday Rodriguez from Psych in it. Also, uh, Rip Torn. A few other people you might recognize. I, I found it enjoyable. It was a fun little movie. It's from nice. like 2003. Um, we also watched a movie called American Ultra, which is Kristen Stewart and uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Man, I I want to say that I've seen that one, but I think instead I'm thinking about that one where, fuck. Oh, wait, no, it was her and like Michael Sarah that were in that amusement park. They worked together. That's the oh, movie yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of. Uh-huh. What was that one called? Fuck. Uh, Adventureland. Adventureland. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. I've seen. So this is the same movie, right? Yeah. Yep. American okay. Ultra. Exact same movie. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is is a he's a pothead who was like brainwashed by the government organization or whatever and turned into a killing machine. Uh, and he gets activated. Cool. And, uh, it's it's fun and and also kind of heartbreaking at times and whatnot. It, I, I enjoyed it. I can't imagine him as a killing machine. That just doesn't compute. Yeah, with that's kind of kind of part of the joke, right? Because yeah. you know he's just kind of a skinny dude, and he's you know kind of looks like he would be a pothead, uh, and, and probably not a killing machine. So yeah, yeah that's kind of that's kind of part of the humor, I think. All right. Um, we also watched Do the Right Thing. Spike. Oh Lee. yeah, it's a good one. Damn, that's a good movie, dude. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since I was a teen, and uh, boy, whoo, buddy. Ah, uh, it's, it's rough. Good times. Party. It's real fun. It's real fun. Most of the movie, mm, I would mm-hmm. say, like there's not. a whole lot of like cool, fun, just neighborhood stuff going on. But then you have the undercurrent of racism with the, you know, uh, fucking uh, Danny Aiello's kids, John yeah. Turturro, and the other guy. You know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it gets real rough there at the end. Uh, just a reminder that we've gone literally nowhere <laughs> in progress. <laughs> cool. Yeah. In regard to. Yeah, policing. Sucks. Yeah. But uh, uh, great movie. Really, really great movie. Totally. Uh, watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Ooh, it's been forever since I watched that. Does it hold up? I mean, it's still visually very, uh, you know, interesting. And, of course, the performances are great. Uh, I, I don't know how much the story adds up to much of anything. It's really, you know, I mean, it's trying to capture the gonzo journalism of uh, you know, uh, fucking, ah, shit, what's his name? Oh, ah! Henry Thompson. 
Hunter S. Thompson, goddammit. Uh, all that was coming to mind was Raul Duke. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's, it's kind of, you know, capturing that feel, which is cool. And it, it does, I think, do that. But it's also, like, as far as, like, a movie goes with, like, three-act structure, et cetera, it's, it's not entirely the most interesting thing. What but I still very what a story. much enjoy Yeah, I mean, the story, what, he, go, he goes to cover, uh, he goes to cover a... A dirt bike race, uh, and then he is also paid to cover a district attorney convention, and uh, he does a lot of drugs. The end. That's the story. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and uh, he's in a lot of really sketchy moments, and it sucks uh, That's much in it. those moments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we also watched Bad Boys. A little oh, bit. Yeah. of yeah. What you gonna do? Right. A little bit of uh, Michael Bay in your life. Um, we're really watching Bad Boys to be able to watch the second Bad Boys. <laughs> that's why you watch it. Yeah, it's yeah like, that's, that's the only reason to watch Boys. it. It's like, as long yeah. as Bad Boy 2 has existed, it immediately put Bad Boys 1 in the category of the one that you watch to watch the really good one. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it feels very much like, you know, I mean, uh, Will Smith and, and Martin were both two of the biggest television stars. Will Smith was already starting, you know, to be a... A movie star and whatnot, and Martin, uh, Martin, that's Martin Short. Martin yeah, Short. that's him. That's him. <laughs> easily confused. Easily really confused. easily confused. Martin Lawrence and uh, Martin Short, pretty much twins. Yeah, and Ma- Martin Lawrence, you know, he he's getting into his his. Uh, I would have liked the movie career. better if it was Will Smith and Martin Short. It would have been better. It, oh yeah, that definitely <laughs> for sure. I mean, that would have play been it exactly it. the same though. Like no uh, change to the characters at all. Yeah. It definitely would have been uncomfortable to hear Martin Short say the N-word that many times. <laughs> I think. I think that might that have changed. would have been rough. Yeah, it might have changed the legacy of the movie. <laughs> but Martin Lawrence was just getting into his like movie acting career. And they're both so huge that it's just like, you can tell they improvised most of the comedy. Totally. Like, it's funny because they're funny. Uh, and Michael, like, you get the Michael Bay bits in between. And then there's also just like the whole, like, we're just now introduced to these characters and they're already doing a Freaky Friday situation with Taya Leone. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sequel plot. You don't do that in the first movie where, like, we <laughs> barely know who the fuck Will Smith's character is and now Martin Lawrence has to play him. The like, classically hard to like Taya Leone. Is that. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. That's just I her, never man. Heard that one. I never it might be personal that. bias. I think like the first thing that I saw her in, she was she was in something where she was really mean, and now I see her everywhere and I'm like, it's mean lady. Cool it down, mean lady. <laughs> Inherent bias. Me and Taylor Leone, we have grudges that go back years, dude. It's pretty nasty. It's like it yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. Hey, she doesn't think much better of me, frankly. Yeah, no, I've I've heard her talking about you on her podcast. Talking shit. It's every other episode she goes off on a Ben tangent. Yeah. Well, let me tell you me. another thing about why Ben sucks, she'll say. Yeah, right. Yeah, Taya. <laughs> it's always somebody uh, else, isn't it? So on, on a Friday night, Screaming Chat, we've had a couple uh, since we last recorded. We watched uh, Pinocchio's Revenge on one. Terrible movie. Fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> we watched Sharknado uh, on Friday night with, with Joe Bob. Uh, real fun. Great. Uh, yeah, the second movie we didn't stick around for. 
Uh, and then on on uh, last Sunday, we watched a movie called Safer at Home, which is a COVID uh, horror movie that <laughs> was bad. It was bad. They were trying to do the host <laughs> thing, but they sucked at it. Um, Aw, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry if you were in Safer at Home. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, last uh, Sunday night, uh, which was just last night, we watched a movie called Hard Rock Nightmare on Shudder. Do Dope. recommend. That was fun. Okay, I've actually passed by that one a few times. It looks like kind of a Black Roses style, like '80s hard rock zombie horror movie or something, right? Uh, yeah, there's werewolf in there. There's Ooh, a werewolf. okay. Yeah, I like uh, that. I could get down yeah. with that. Uh, oh, also, we uh, Anna and I watched all the Howling movies. So uh, Jesus, the, the yeah, I know the Howling Hellrankers uh, is up on on Patreon. By the time you're listening to this episode, go check it out. Give us money. Give it. I'll tell you this. There are three Howling movies that are worth seeing. So that's, Ooh. That's all so you'll that's say, something. huh? What a uh-huh. tease. That's yeah. kind of flirty. You're going to have to give mm-hmm. us money to find out more. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Which ones were they? Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> right so, on, man. Dude, I've watched a couple of things this week. I had a few movies on while I was like packing stuff up and making my checklist for my trip. Uh, I watched fucking Friday the 13th, the OG. Oh, okay, great. Dude, I think I've mentioned this maybe before on the podcast like years ago, but there's one particular scene in that movie that just fascinates the living shit out of me. And it's that scene where it's our main girl and she's alone in the cabin Uh like by herself and the generators are off. And it is just a live action, like real-time scene of her getting off the couch, going into the kitchen, and making a couple cups of instant coffee. And that's yeah. it. It has that's no it. consequence. Doesn't have Nothing fuck happens. all to yeah. do with the... Yeah, it's not like she gives Jason... Uh, or uh, Jason's not even fucking in it. Gives Jason's mom the coffee, and that's what gets her excited to kill. Like, there's no relevance to any of it. But it's just nope. there in the movie. It's such a weird, happens. weird moment in the flick, man. Um, it is still... Obviously, a lot of fun, though, but not as much fun as the other one that I put on after that. Motherfucking Sleepaway Camp, which is still the best, dude. Like, I keep waiting for a day where I'm going to watch it and be like, man, I really just, like, overinflated this in my brain, as I tend to do with stuff a lot of the times. But I think every time I watch that movie, I I love it more. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is is absolutely rad. So that makes sense. Absolutely, man. So yeah. fucking good. The other day while I was uh, making some food, I decided to put on goddamn Army of Darkness. What you know about that? I know it's awesome, and I love it. How God, was it? So good. So good, man. That is a silly-ass, ridiculous, <laughs> wholly enjoyable movie. I was really just struck by how little of a fuck they gave about the continuity of the character of Ash. Like, if you compare <laughs> Ash in the first one to Ash in this, it's like... Not even remotely the same character whatsoever. No. Also, does not matter even one iota. No, no, it's just fun. Now he's he's uh, a badass who's just good at everything. That's Give me some sugar, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, it's so good, man. Yeah, that's about all that I've watched. But I did also listen to something this week. Oh. That that shocked me. I know we got a lot of music listeners and stuff here on the show, so I just want to I want to put this out here. This is going to be some hot take action. Um, a sentence that I never thought I would hear leave my lips. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, go for it. The new Avenged Sevenfold album is fucking crazy. 
Okay. Like, okay. okay. Exactly. Like, I... Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> I've never liked that band whatsoever. No, you ever listened to Avenged no. Sevenfold? I, I have heard enough of them to know I didn't like them. Yeah, same. It's like, mm-hmm. I've, I've never really been a big fan or anything. Like, it's every trope in heavy metal just strung together as if it's right. like a checklist. Like, the way I've always thought about Avenged Sevenfold is that if there was like a, a Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner commercial, and it's like a... <laughs> Uh, you know, a, a a mom that's like going to knock on her kid's door and be like, "Honey, your craft macaroni dinner is ready." And she like opens the door and he's jumping on the bed and like listening to to heavy metal because he's a rebellious little kid. Uh huh. The music coming out of the door would be Avenged Sevenfold. It would be like the Beast and the Harlot or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, it sounds like this isn't a real band. Like you needed a fake metal band for a commercial or something. You hired Avenged Sevenfold and then somehow they got okay. famous. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like, that's fucking them, right? Yeah, that sounds great. That's a good Avenged Sevenfold song. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. So, no, I, I've never been into this band at all, but uh, one of my buddies told me, he's like, dude, next time you're at the gym or something, fucking put on that new album. He's like, I'm dead serious. I know you don't like that band, but just put it on and give it a listen. Start to finish. Don't just pick the single or whatever and listen to it. It is bananas. Like I, I still honestly don't know if I even necessarily like it or not, but okay. there is no denying that it is the last thing you would expect from them, and that they don't give a fuck about if anybody likes it or not. Like it is oh. so devoid of commercial potential that I, I at least appreciate the shit out of that. Apparently, they did like a ton of like DMT and shit while they were writing the record, and you can okay. tell. Rad. Awesome. I know, dude. So I'm telling you, like, coming from somebody that doesn't like any of their stuff, give that record a listen. I bet their fans fucking hate it. I bet most everyone hates this album. <laughs> but again, super hot take. It's the best thing they've ever done. It's the only record of theirs I've been compelled to listen to the entire thing through start to finish. I'll wow. put it that way. Hot take. Hot take. And that, yeah. I mean, listen, that's a it's a heavy recommendation, too, so... Looks like somebody out there is going to get down with the challenge, I imagine. Somebody's going to yeah. listen to it and get back <laughs> at you and be like, you know what? This changed my life. <laughs> I know, right? Here yeah. It is. We'll have to find out. Report back with your findings, dear listeners. And yeah, that's about all that I have been uh, up to this week, man. I'm really excited for a few weeks where I'm just going to be um, at home working on oh, a yeah. semi-normal schedule. we got some other trips and stuff coming up soon, but I've at least got a few weeks of downtime and peace and quiet so I can get back to working on that solo record material and uh, yeah. make some new YouTube stuff that I'm really excited about. I've got a few new avenues and stuff um, I've been really excited to explore. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and you're going to be tubing anybody? Yeah, I'm going to be tubing just the shit out of, you know, whoever I can get a hold of, I guess, that's cool with it, you know? <laughs> you can get a hold of. Yeah, but if Damn. they're cool with it. I mean, I oh, grab okay. them, and then I'm like, you cool with it? And they're like, yeah, sure. All right, down down to tubing. Down for tubing. That's right, man. That's right. All right, now, Steve, the subject of today's show is one, Wheeze Hamster. Wheeze Hamster, the Wishmaster. We got ourselves a dang old gin in here. You know what Ooh. he's doing? He's granting wishes, but you know what? They'll come back on you. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. That's how they do. That's how mm. they do every time. I wonder what our fates would be if we made some wishes to that dang old wheeze hamster. Let's talk about it here in the Preview Palace. 
Welcome to the Preview Palace. Now here in the Preview Palace, we're going to make some personal wishes. And the other person is going to play the part of the Wheeze Hamster. And he's going to give us our wish all right. But in a way, you probably wouldn't want none. And I mean that when I say it. Wouldn't want it none. No, you wouldn't want none bit of it. You ready to grant me a first wish here, Wheeze Hamster? Oh boy, let's hear let's hear your wish, human, and right. I'll turn it around on you. The wish that I have in my heart that I desire to come true is full disclosure on the menu whenever I'm ordering something, especially if it's like a sandwich or a hamburger. Nothing drives me more insane than when you look at a menu and it's like, oh, it's our burger. It comes with lettuce and tomato. And you're like, all right, I can work with that. You order it, and then it comes out with fucking, yeah, ketchup and mayonnaise and pickles and all kinds of other bullshit that was not disclosed in the menu. People have their own personal tastes. A burger is something that is easily modified. Just leave the thing off of it, you know? It's not a big Mm -hmm. deal. It's not like a huge ask. So I want menu fucking disclosure. I want to know what is going into my fucking sandwich or burger whenever I order it right there on the spot. Wheeze hamster. Do it for me. Wow. Listen, all right, human, I'm going to grant your wish, but guess what that means? Hmm. Every time you look at the menu, every single thing that is in the food is listed. Oh so my God. more often than not, you see insect parts, <laughs> feces. Oh no, rat turds. Yeah, slowly you stop eating at all. Oh, no, yeah. dude. You it's it's got death. literally everything. All the stuff you don't even want to know about. It's got those yeah. fucking, uh, uh, what is that? There, there's like fucking muskrat butt gland excretions and like raspberry flavored <laughs> stuff. It's like beaver yeah. butt gland. Beaver. That's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, beaver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Muskrats. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, no, that would be very unfortunate, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't really want to know, you know, so... Sometimes. Once you start seeing that every time you're looking at the menu, nothing's going to look good to you. Plus, I'm imagining the time that I go and I sit down at, at a cheesecake factory, as I oftentimes do. Okay. And do that labyrinthine menu of theirs. It's going <laughs> to like now fucking... that much longer. <laughs> dude, it's going to like crush the table and like break my legs whenever they set that thing down. <laughs> They're going to have to bring out like a pallet jack to put that thing on the fucking table. Right. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been hoisted on my own petard. As you as you walk into the the cheesecake factory, they all say, "Ben, you're here for your monthly visit." Yeah, they know me down there. They know yeah, me at uh, the at the uh, um, uh, the CCF. You know the CCF. That's I'm right. That's up a, down at the CCF. You know where everybody knows your name. Cheesecake uh, factory. <laughs> okay, dude, I'm watching something stunning unfold. Okay. There's a parking lot around where I live, and I'm watching uh-huh. out the, the window right now, and I watched a towing company come and put a boot on a car that was parked illegally in this lot. They're fucking okay. driving off, dude, with the boot on there. Oh, my God. Oh, it's no. It's like bouncing up and down. Dude, they're getting away. They're going for what? it. What? What are they going to do? I'm watching this live right now. This is so exciting. <laughs> what the fuck? What an idiot. I expect updates on this. Like, what the fuck is he it? He went off, dude. It's he like went one of the big, like, just red and yellow like, boots, you know, that they put uh-huh. on the back tire. Yeah, he just yeah. went off with it. Holy shit. Like, is it not, like, <laughs> ripping up his car and shit? 
I don't know. It was like a Scion or something. I mean, it's not like it was, you what? know, something where it wasn't hitting the wheel wells. Like, what the fuck? That's insane. Wow. Wow. Awesome. I'm awesome. glad hope we he's caught like, this. I hope he's listening right now. And he, like, looks at the dates and stuff. And he's like, that lines up. That was me. That line, yeah. Yep, that was me. <laughs> Big day. Now I know where Ben lives. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, that was awesome. Sorry. little diversion there, Wiss Hamster. Yeah, no. Way worth it. That's so weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got any food-based wishes of your own? I sure do. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of wishes, and I was thinking, like, what's something that would be useful that okay. probably wouldn't backfire? Let so, me get my wish, Wishmaster voice on. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> yes. What are your wishes? What do you desire? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wish for. A never-ending bowl of curry <gasps> that never goes bad. A bowl that lasts an eternity that will never go bad or perish. Everlasting sustenance for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Your wish, wish hamster is or- granted by I, the Wiz Hamster. <laughs> Wiz Hamster. Now I like. Okay. You shall receive your wish for unending gluttony, but at the cost that it shall always be boiling, piping hot. Oh no! Like never I can't shall eat it be it? cool to the touch. It shall always burn your tongue and never satisfy your gluttonous what? urges, mortal. No! Why my gluttonous urges? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so torturous, though, just to have a really yeah. fucking amazing curry that was just always too hot. Just can't eat it, yeah, because it's too hot. Well, I guess I could just eat other food. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it would ruin yeah. your life. You just be like, oh, well, that was kind of a waste. You know? I take, I guess I'd, I'd probably take the curry with me to parties and be like, listen, this curry never gets cold. And I'd like bet people like a bunch. Of, I'd be like, oh, we'll put it in the freezer for six hours, and then, nope. yeah. You know, and then boom, I'm I'm making money left and right. Take that, Wiz Hamster. So you use it as as a ruse, huh? As like a, a yeah. bar hustle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I kind of wish mastered the wish master there. That's pretty good, honestly. You can you, you took the uh, you took the lemons and you made some damn old lemon bars out of it, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Delicious really did. lemon bars. You could like fucking finally get back at Kobayashi and be like, bet you can't finish this. And he's oh, like, it's merely a bowl damn. of curry. And you're like, bet you can't. Bet you your life, Kobayashi, you son of a bitch. You killed my dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I have held that back, everyone. But uh, professional leader, uh, Kobayashi, yeah, he killed my dad. Yeah, yeah, he killed him. Had him turned into a bunch of uh, hot dogs and fed him to Joey Chestnut. So... <laughs> Cold Real as sad. ice, man. Yeah, Cold so you, as you can ice. get back at him. <laughs> oh, way to go! I think you turned that around positively. I think so. I think so. All right. What's your What's your next What's your next wish? Model? There we go. This is pretty there we good. Go. It, it's nearly uh-huh. a Sternobot voice, which I do appreciate. More on that connection later. <laughs> yeah, more on that later. <laughs> okay, so there was a record what come out when I was maybe about ten or eleven year old. Okay, and I have uh-huh. been chasing this high forever to find a record this good that was not like already part of my parents record collection like you know zz top eliminator or van halen one was like some of the greatest records ever i found a record that spoke to me my parents didn't introduce me to it and it has stuck with me as one of the greatest records 
that I have ever heard with my living ears. I am, of course, talking about the Blue Album by Weezer. And oh, I have lived yeah. my life just getting punished over and over. And again. of course, Pinkerton is obviously a 10, of course. Yeah. But then Green Album, Red Album, uh, uh, what's that, Make make Believe or something like that. Now they're just making colors up. They're doing a Teal Album, whatever it is yeah. they're doing. Uh, <laughs> Mauve Album. Uh, right. It's, just, it's been punishing because the material has just really, it's not been good. So Almighty Jen Wiz Hamster, I wish for Weezer to come back and make an album that is good as blue, like a blue two, if you will. You wish for Weezer to return and release blue two. (laughs) And they shall. But. Excellent. But. Once the blue album two is released. Any music you attempt to create in your life will always feel hollow, Ooh. as it will not reach the heights. Not even of close Blue to Bluetooth. Wait till you fucking hear my name is Jonas too. <laughs> it's just the same thing, but too. Like no one else too. Sweater song too. Still sweating. Yeah. Sweatier still. <laughs> Sweatier still. Buddy Holly's back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. It's like when Chubby Checker did a remix of The Twist with the Fat Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty Fuck, similar. It, actually, the Blue Album 2 will include both Chubby <laughs> Checker and the Fat Boys somehow. Oh my God. It's going to be that good? <laughs> it's going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, that is that yeah. is definitely a twist because if something was that good again, it yeah. would make my entire musical path pretty futile. I right. It's not yeah. even worth making music anymore. Have you heard exactly. Blue Two? <laughs> yeah, you'd sit down to play and you'd just be like, God damn it. What's the And they point? follow it up with like Weezer three still got the blues, Weezer <laughs> four kind of blue. Z- oh, what, two. Oh, what if though they, what, holy shit what if they go the Avenged Sevenfold route oh. and release the Blue Box Blues for a Kraft Macaroni and Cheese commercial <laughs> yeah okay that would make sense <laughs> that's more like current Weezer Path I'm pretty sure yeah it is it is <laughs> damn dude yeah that got turned on me right there you know oh absolutely absolutely I may never so, recover are you ready for this wish, Wiz Hamster? What is it that you wish for for your second wish? All right, so I thought maybe I'll do something for everybody, right? Everyone like, will benefit this. from your wish, Mortal. And I know uh, this isn't technically everybody, but it's going to benefit a whole lot of people. I wish for student debt to be erased. All student debt to be eliminated. Those who paid for higher education now owe their institutions nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. Boom. Just beneficial. How's that going to turn? Trying really hard to snap my fingers right now. Uh There it is. Snapped my fingers. The wish. Oh no! The parliamentarian said you can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) No matter. I have eradicated all desire to keep people enslaved in student debt. But oh wow. What you don't know is that without student debt, Uh people can just go out and start living their best lives 
and okay. doing what they really wanted to for a living since they are not wage slaves to their banking right. okay. system. Making so, everyone kind of sort of equal and able to pursue okay. their dreams, which makes it less special when someone does pursue their dreams. So in your face. Wait, what? Um, Deal oh with no. that. Now you want to be better than other people that are doing things oh they don't like no. because they're in debt, Steve. You don't see it. You, you don't see what I mean. Me. You got me, Wiz Hamster. <laughs> oh, no. Wouldn't that be terrible if you had no oh. one to be above? The horror of being equal. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now you have become unspecial. Uh, you know what? It. You got me, Wiz Hamster. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! How terrible, right? <laughs> or what about this? Uh, I have another way to grant your wish, peon. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. If you do not wish for equality with all other mortals, <laughs> I could erase student debt by erasing higher education and implementing a system what? where if you want to do a specific task, a job which you find meaningful in your puny existence, you have to attend an apprenticeship program where you are paid <laughs> to learn on the job. Impossible, no! I know. You Terrible. motherfucker! Why would you do this to humanity? <laughs> Can you imagine the suffering? <laughs> See, here, I thought you'd just be like, okay, I'll eliminate student debt by eliminating everyone who owes student debt. That would work, yeah. Yeah, that would be bad. But yeah. the other things are the worst, so, you know, definitely do those. Deal with oh, it, no. asshole. <laughs> Dick face. <laughs> He's really name Collie the Wiz Hamster. <laughs> dick face yeah he really yeah. Jeez, he dude. those out there yeah. it's really wow. mean sometimes just what like where'd jerk. that come from uh, all right wiz hamster i got a final wish for you my third wish what is your wish mortal <laughs> you're really like that voice it's giving uh-huh. me um um <laughs> what is it the wizard um tim from uh monty python holy grail some call what tim is your favorite yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly. Uh-huh. totally giving uh-huh. me that i love it okay <laughs> so one of my one of my greatest frustrations in my my peon mortal life that i have of course uh-huh Involves finding places to to park a vehicle, especially in large oh, cities. Shit. Especially yeah. when I've got to like unload gear and find somewhere right you know, close to park to a venue or whatever to play a show or whatever. And then you mm-hmm. end up having to pay for parking. Ugh, that entire system of like find a spot now fork over money for it. Did you pay enough? Are you sure? Did you put the ticket in the window? Right. Do you need a ticket in the window? The entire thing. It stresses me out so much. So for my final wish, I would love to be free of this parking nightmare, Wiz Hamster. Mortal, you wish to be free of the nightmare of parking. And therefore, I'll eliminate all cars. <laughs> no, no cars? Uh, can no I, cars. Can I get like a, I don't know, like a, a motorcycle or something? Does that still work? No, no, no means of conveyance. Using wheels, I'm getting rid of them. Fuck. So, yeah, I guess you still got helicopters. Oh, yeah, okay, so I'll have to, okay, I could fly <laughs> everywhere. I could work, let's see, so no wheels. Like, no wheels in everything in general? Because, like, there's a lot of machines and stuff that use, you know, wheels inside of them. 
Yeah, might as well. Fuck it. I'm the Wiz Hamster. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, now everything <laughs> is falling apart. Fucking everything's coming unglued. Just eliminate the wheel. <laughs> no wheel. Yeah, goodbye to the wheel. Right back to the Stone Age, basically. No fucking uh-huh. grinding wheat. Nothing. I think that, or 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 maybe the Wiz Hamster, I guess, could, you know, just make it so that you can never park. You just have to eternally drive. That's the worst, Ooh, I feel like. Yeah, no, that is yeah. that would be a nightmare situation for me. Just circling blocks, endlessly watching day turn to night, Ugh. just trying to find somewhere to fucking looking, park my car. Keep, you keep seeing what looks like a spot, and then you see that it's actually like an outlet or that you won't fit. A smart like you car. you trying to get in. It's just too small. Yeah, or yeah, a small car. You didn't see in between two bigger cars. The Fuck, worst. yeah. And like maybe there's like spots that look like they're free, but they have something really really hard to understand right like, yeah. like the like the curb is painted like purple and yellow alternating stripes and you're like i have no idea <laughs> what that, that means but it seems mean. like maybe i shouldn't be here i don't know <laughs> that would be a fucking nightmare dude yeah absolutely yeah My but your car never runs out of gas you just yeah. keep driving yeah. i just keep going i gotta piss too i'm just Ugh. oh my god no that's terrible no, i don't want that yeah, I truly bad. got a, I got dry dicked by the Wiz Hamster. He <laughs> fucked me yet proper. He did. The Wiz Hamster dry dicked you. Uh, and I'm I'm wondering how he's gonna do it here because I got one. I tried to come up with one that I thought like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get this Wishmaster really on his toes. So yes, here's my mortal. wish. I All am right. listening. I wish for the ability. To teleport away from the consequences of my wishes. Go. You wish to be free of the burdens that your wishes might create. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Trying to fuck you, buddy. I hope you enjoy the ride as I have zip-tied you to an uncomfortable folding chair and I'm hurtling you backwards through the cosmos for eternity. The only place you can escape your consequences, and it's always backwards all the oh. time. Okay, but, okay, so I, like, okay, the so chair is not the cosmos. It is the not chair's, comfy. Okay, the chair is uncomfortable as well, so that sucks. Mm-hmm, I'm out yes. in the cosmos all alone. Can zip I breathe? Did I mention zip ties well. to the chair? It's highly, highly uncomfortable. Non-ergonomic. Wow. That does sound fucking terrible. Honestly, that sounds really bad. It's the only way you can escape. Wow. So there. God, yeah, I didn't consider that perhaps the the Wishmaster could put me in a position where I wasn't exactly in danger, but it wasn't good. God damn it, Wishmaster. Also, at any time I want to, I can make you do a barrel roll. See? I just flick my finger like this. Barrel roll. No! Oh, barrel roll. Barrel roll. Barrel roll. Uncomfortable, isn't it? It Not is. It's, it's very uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like I, it any. I also, as a result of the last barrel roll, it made your shirt flip up in a really annoying way, but because you're zip tied oh, to the chair, as I mentioned, I can't you cannot. do anything about it. it. But oh, it's there. So you I, know it's there. And that yeah. hair in your eyes? Deal with it. Uh-huh. Fuck! Yes. Fucking whiz hamster, man. I can make your balls itch, too. Like this. God damn it! See? They're itching. <laughs> and you have a, a teeny tiny a teeny tiny itch outside of your butthole as well. Oh, no! Yes. And I can't get to it. Highly it's just unpleasant. Happening. Yes. Enjoy <sighs> the ride, asshole. That sucks. I shouldn't have wished for that. 
dude. I learned he's, my lesson. He's mean, dude. That fucking wish hamster, dude. He is fucking mean. <laughs> he is. He is a mean dude. <laughs> wow, dude. Wow. Well, don't make no wishes. I'll tell you that, man. Be careful what you wish for if you're dealing with a whiz hamster, especially these oh. here in the preview palace, huh? Yeah, yeah. You really have to be careful what you wish for, or just what you might offhandedly say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There seems to be a very, very. It's not even a fine line. It's like a dashed line where, like, yeah. Sometimes there's something you just kind of say that would be cool is counted as a a, a wish in the views of the whiz hamster. I guess sometimes. So, Ben, I have to admit something. When I when I pulled this from the smoking bowl, Patreon uh, pick. At, yeah, as, as our as our guy Clint Myers put it in there. Uh, uh, shout out to Clint, uh, co-host of the Hamidville Horror Podcast and all around awesome dude. Uh, I when I pulled it out, my my brain said, "Yeah, I know that movie." And then I sat down to watch it, and I was like, I have never seen this movie or seen like anything about this movie right. in my life. Yes, I dude. just know it exists. Holy shit. I'm so glad to hear this, because this is seriously like they changed something in the Matrix slash uh, right. Mandela <laughs> effect shit. Kate and I were having right. this conversation last night where we were like, like, we were walking the dogs before we watched the movie, and I was like, hey, have you ever seen this movie? And I was like, no, I always remember... You know, seeing it in the video store and right. uh, always thinking the box looked cool because it had that like, creepy face on it and shit. Right. And Kate said the same thing. She was like, yeah, I remember seeing the cover and thinking it looked really cool, but we could never rent it because mom said it would be too scary or whatever. And mm-hmm. so then whenever we got home, I'm searching for the movie on Amazon and I'm like, wait, this can't be it. This is 1997. We would have been like 13 when right. this came out. This can't be the right uh-huh. one. Maybe this is a remake or, you know, a same titled sequel. And it's like, nope. No, this movie came out when we were 13 in 1997. I thought this was an <laughs> 80s movie, and I totally, like, we all have memories of seeing it in, you know, movie stores and shit when we were kids. Sure. What the fuck Absolutely. is going on here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I mean, I guess I do. From doing some research, this, uh, basically, this was um, presented to uh, Robert Kurtzman uh, of, of KMB Effects. As as a, a movie they wanted to make, and uh, he he was given the job and given six months to get it in theaters. Oh, six so, months? No way. Yeah, yeah. And what? looking at this, like with the practical effects and stuff, and knowing that all the all the actual like shooting was done in thirty three days, it's like wow, that's that's impressive. I'm gonna um, say, yeah, like love the movie or not, you fucking try to get this from start to finish in right. six months. Come on, yeah. So, uh, shot in 33 days, then we got some CGI, and it's 1997, so obviously that CGI took a while, um, and it's not very good. Um, so, it, it, it all came together and got made pretty quick, and I guess they just, I don't know, they just didn't really hit the, the advertising hard. I do remember seeing it in the back of comic books in, in the time but not for long not like yeah. you know a huge build up to it just kind of like oh here it is one month and then you don't see it ads again um yeah and and yeah i i just didn't i just i never was fully compelled to see it even though i saw it a million times at the video store just hmm. didn't really feel drawn to it so i never did watch it back in the day 
And yeah, sitting and watching it, it was like, wait, what? Hold on a second. Robert Kurtzman, K and B effects, Harry Manfredini score, fucking uh, uh, Robert England, Tony Todd, Kane Hodder, yeah, uh, uh, Angus Scrim, uh, Reggie from fucking Phantasm, like yeah, uh, B- Buck Flower, Tom Savini. Like, it's a regular so like fucking Avengers of well, the greatest yes. shit that's ever happened in horror movies. It's so right. fucking surreal, man. And it's weird to me too that like. You didn't see this when it came out, considering, you know, during this time period, when all that we were seeing is, like, everything trying to become the next Scream, and this thing Uh comes out, and it's like, oh, actually, this is kind of a throwback, more 80s-style creature feature kind of thing. I'm shocked you didn't see it. Right, yeah, this would have been, because, like, I was, yeah, I had seen Scream, I mean, uh, we saw all the, you know, Know What You Did Last Summer, etc., all the other attempts at making Scream again, um... And and yeah, I was bored to death at that time with this, and so it seems like this would have been right up my alley. Right, but I I never saw it, so I am I I was glad to finally see it. I I wasn't I was in, like more impressed with the the sticker, I guess. Right, like the the information about the movie was super impressive, and then watching the movie, it's like, oh okay, like it's got some really good visual effects moments. Scripts kind of. B- lame <laughs> it's pretty bad like <laughs> there's just like it's not super tight okay yeah uh and then like performances are good but it's just like hard to care about much of anything that's going on because just there's not there's not a lot of not a lot of good writing in there to make the characters likable i know uh, dude I-, I totally get <laughs> all of that and then i'm so confused when i'm like coming out the other side of it yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd watch fun. it again. Still like, fun. What? Yeah. <laughs> still somehow not all that bad. Yeah, but I it it, it isn't it isn't good when you when you think about it too much. But yeah, when you watch it, it's fine. I, I don't have any fucking trouble getting through it. Uh the special effects, the the cool gore stuff, I mean the creature design. Uh, that stuff's all enough to carry me through, though it does get boring at times. A lot of the our protagonist's story is is pretty boring. Yeah, uh, Alexandra, played by by Tammy Lauren. I I just don't think she's a compelling character. Hang Not on, very are you telling interesting. me you can't relate to a character that just loves playing a tennis and um keeping a, a friend zone going before clocking in to talk about some rare jewels before smoking like a pack a day and then going to coach a girl's basketball game. You can't relate. What's the matter with you, dude? Grow well, some sympathy. I, I mean, okay. So I can relate to her not wanting to date that guy. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. get that. That yes, I got. That, that is the believable part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can relate to downing a bottle of wine and then be like, oh, fuck, I got shit to do. Yeah, so, you hadn't done that. Come on. I I don't think I'd down a bottle of wine and then smoke half a pack of cigarettes and then go coach some little girls in basketball. <laughs> feel like that might be inappropriate. I might bet those girls like, have played some, coach. some interesting games in their time. For real. <laughs> like, man, She's coach definitely so, shown up. up like... You yeah. gotta, you need stillness. 
stillness. Coach, your hands are shaking. I think you need stillness. <laughs> no, Just no, need listen, another. it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, like our protagonist isn't great. Not really. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of like unrelatable a lot of the times, and like I think she does a great like the performance is good. It's just that what's written isn't good. Like yeah, she yeah. she's like told to act crazy. She acts crazy and it looks like fucking crazy, you know? But then right. it's also just like, well, that's also not like nothing it's for not me hero business, there, yeah. you know, being being very like difficult and and uh treating uh other people's worries about you as like uh, they don't matter like her sister is really worried about her because she's had past issues and now she's talking about a fucking genie like right it, it makes sense <laughs> for your sister to be like that's maybe we should look into that <laughs> here's the thing though what you don't understand is that there is a certain uh there's a certain set of movie maths that if you do them correctly will make it so that you can override having a compelling main character if you absolutely right. drown it in cameos. That's the purpose of that. <laughs> Movie math, dude. You can't argue yeah. with the math. If every scene a horror fan is going, oh, it's that guy from The Thing, Yeah, then they won't pay attention. They'll be like, oh, fuck, Ted Raimi's in this scene. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, I was so excited when Ted yeah. showed up. I was like, holy fuck, it's Ted Raimi. It's, it made me so happy. Out. It's Produce yeah. Joe, dude. Produce Joe yeah. from Intruder. Produce Joe showed up. Ba-na-da-na. No, no, no. What if that had been na-na. playing? <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Dude, the cameos in this. And, and they go even deeper than you think. Like, I was scrolling through the IMDb, and it was like, wait, Vern Troyer was the little, yeah. like, uh, I don't uh-huh. know, pupa stage of the well, Wishmaster? Because apparently he has Wishmaster to emerge. As, yeah, like, he has to emerge as a little greasy guy first. Like, and then he becomes, a common, like... What? He, he becomes, like, adult size after that, but it's not full-grown adult size, I guess. Because there's a like, intermediary stage between Vern Troyer and uh, our, our actor, who very, very well plays the gin, Andrew yes. Divoff. Uh, the guy's great. I mean, he, he's doing a great job of like embodying this, this monster that is essentially uh, Pinhead and, and Freddy Krueger thrown together. <laughs> 100%. Uh, but it, it's also just like... So much of what he does is so convoluted that it's like, how could this be scary? Just yeah. don't don't have a conversation with him and you're fine. That's true. Just ignore him. <laughs> Just be like, no, not interested, nah, bud. Not Sorry. Interested. I got, I Kane Hodder would have had him if he hadn't said anything more after he said, I want you to go away. Yeah. Because he was it. like compelled by the wish power, I guess, to have to go away. That is kind of a weird thing in this is when the the Jin reveals like, oh, no, I have no power to kill anybody. They have to right. make a wish. It's like, oh, they, well, then just shut the fuck up. Just yeah. don't. <laughs> he can't kill you. Like, he said it himself. Right. So just yep. don't make a wish. You're fine, I guess. Yeah. And, and also, like, okay, so this this movie sets up in the beginning with the Angus Scrim narration that... The djinn have existed since the dawn of time. Yeah. They haven't figured out how to get a person to make three wishes yet. Okay, dude, this is this is a thing. It is made clear that the pact towards getting someone's soul, which I guess does something or another, 
is you have to get them to make that third wish. So, why does he start dry dicking people immediately on the first wish? Right. <laughs> like, if you really like, need to get them to that third wish, and they're just like, I don't know, I want titties and beer. I'd snap my fingers and be like, there are suddenly, you're just drowning in tits and beer. It's fucking awesome. And they're like, okay, cool. Uh, I want to be... Um, Second wish, right. Yeah, ripped and shredded up. You're like, boom, dude. You look Here like fucking go. Arnold now in his heyday. Now, what's that third wish, baby? Let's do it. That's you know, when I start dry dicking, dude. Like, yes, somehow has got learned. what you wanted. Yeah, what the <sighs> fuck? It's a bad scheme, dude. Like, lure them in with the honey, not the vinegar. What are you fucking doing? I feel like the problem is that uh, the gin are just fucking. They are rascals at heart. They can't do it, man. They yeah. just—it's like they're like the Joker. The gin are like the Joker, in that, like, yeah, yeah, they could easily get what they want by doing just the simple thing but instead no that's not how he wants to do it nope he wants Uh -uh. he 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 really needs for some reason for somebody to push through two bad wishes to wish for the third one i guess he just can't resist why. his own punchlines. Like he can't bite his tongue. But like, oh, I know how I would dry dick this one up. Ha 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 ha! No self control. Like the guy who's been around since the dawn of time has not learned even a moment of self control. This could be nope. so easy. It could be so easy, man. Absolutely. So it, it it in the end it just makes it seem like the gin's not very scary and he'd be easily beaten. Kind um, of. Yeah. But the movie's full of really great practical effects. Oh, so my it's God, like, dude. It's like, I don't care that the Jin is, is not like the best villain ever because it's it's played very well. Uh, and the the makeup looks great. The costume looks great. I, I, I can't complain about it. No. Even though, yeah, it's not scary. <laughs> it absolutely movie. feels like exactly what it is. It is a movie that was given to a guy that runs a special effects team that right. he had to crank out really, really fast. And he's like, I yep. don't care, dude. I've got a fucking warehouse full of, you know, effects yep. and costumes and prosthetics we'll and shit. I'm, I'm ready to fucking go. Dare me to do it in six months. You need a fucking snake man. I already got that done. You need yep. a fucking skeleton jumping out of some skin. No big deal. I've oh, been ready for it's this so for cool. Years. Like, yeah. it just feels like an excuse to do effects. And you know what? I'm fucking here for it. Cool. Yeah, me too. Good. It's awesome. It, it's cool to see movies that are just, like, uh, really accentuating their positives. Uh, so we get good, cool, practical special effects regularly, scene to scene. Even if you're bored with the exposition or just the nonsensical ways that the kills come about, the the practical effects are going to keep you entertained. Dude, absolutely. There were so many times when we were watching this last night that it would be kind of, yeah, one of those exposition dump kind of moments and stuff. And then it's like, wait, fuck, did he just rip that guy's jaw off? Did you see that? <laughs> so and you rewind cool. it, and I'm like, I'm fucking back in the movie again. Yeah. Like, I want to see more wild shit dude whenever that guy gets his face like mashed with that mace and uh-huh. it just shows his like mashed up face it's so fuck. good it's, it's so good this movie yeah. is hyper violent i was not expecting it, it to be this fucking brutal but like it is violent yeah. dude there's like people getting guts ripped out man 
There's I, like, or evil guts. There's yeah. also a guy who's got guts coming out that are attacking people. Evil That's guts. What cool you got? Evil guts. What did that guy wish for? You know, damn. I don't know. <laughs> I also think it's it's so crazy because like. You know, like uh, uh, Robert England, uh, he, uh, uh, Beaumont is the character he plays. He makes a wish that he wishes that his party would go oh, down yeah. in history. <laughs> and then nearby, a woman says, Oh, uh, Trevor, you see right through me. And for some reason, she then turns into glass. Yes, so he can see right through her, and then she explodes and is like a shrapnel bomb that sets off this chain reaction of stuff that kills all these other people that are unrelated. Okay, here's right. the thing. Like, what is <laughs> what is the fine print of the Jin's Code? He cannot just out and out kill somebody if they don't make some kind of wish which he can twist into them getting killed or mutilated or whatever. But, like, there was all kind of fucking innocent bystanders at this party that just got destroyed for no reason yeah. so how and does that, that fall that into the i can't the, kill you thing he, yeah the opening party is the same way like the the oh uh, yeah yeah at like the, the palace and shit yeah the the king or whatever had made all these wishes and it's like the negative effects were all on the people at his party <laughs> like none of he didn't get any negative effect Sucks yeah it doesn't them. make a whole lot of sense how the Jin's rules and logic work. Not really. Like, Cause he, okay. So she is the one who released him from the, the gym that Zoraster had like imprisoned him in. Yes. And so that means that she needs to be the one to make three wishes, but he also needs to grant wishes to people to get his powers back. So, yes, but to do that, he just honestly, most of the time asks them if they would wish for a thing and they say yes. And then he grants it. So pretty th- much. Like, yeah. <laughs> it seems like it. a real fucking technicality to be able to be like, I bet you wish that you couldn't see what you just saw. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do. I do wish that, I guess. Like, Dude, there, there's some times that he is really reaching, man. Whenever he uh, he confronts old Tony Todd there, who's like the, uh-huh. the guard yeah. at that party, and he's like, I bet you wish you didn't have this job and that you could escape your escape. life or whatever. Right. And he's like, yeah, kind of. And he's like, you're a, you're a Houdini now. That's your new job. Yeah, escape. now you're an escape artist because I said the word escape before. What? What? Like, that is really, <laughs> really reaching, dude. Like, I think I would call a technicality on that and be like, I did not yeah. even remotely ask for this. Like, I wanted to be a yeah. farmer. I wanted to farm. <laughs> this is bullshit. I have never wanted to be in a straight jacket in a glass case. Bullshit. For this real. Sucks. And also, like, the thing is that, like, he he never presents to any of these people that he's a genie and they have three wishes, only to Alexandra. So everybody else is accidentally making their wishes and has no concept of what is about to occur, nor that they have other wishes. But I, I gotta think, with all the shit he did to all those people, their second wish would be, uh, I wish this... D- wasn't going on and yeah, now he just leave needs me one more wish yeah. like I-, I don't get the rules <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's the thing, dude. If I was a whiz hamster and my uh-huh. entire power cycle revolved around, you know, granting people their wishes and turning it around on them so I can get their soul or whatever. Right. I would go total fucking JRPG video game style and do some hardcore farming and grinding. You know what I would do? I would go and stand at like the Chick-fil-A drive-thru with my little iPad and be like, may I make your wish come true? And somebody's like, yeah, chicken sandwich. And I'd be like, wish granted. Then the next person Boom. in line, I want some strips. Wish granted. And I stripped them yeah. of their flesh or whatever. You know, it's like I would just... I'd, I'd harvest those fucking things. Like, this would be easy. You know what he could do? Hang around and make a wish foundation, dude. I. <laughs> okay. Right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess you could hang around and make a wish foundation. Those kids would be wishing Granted. for all sorts of shit. Sure. It'd, it'd be easy be... money. It... Easy money for the whiz hamster yeah i also think that uh if the whiz if you uh you know your your average uh chick-fil-a enjoyer went to chick-fil-a and asked for strips and got their flesh stripped from from their body they would uh tell everybody they just had the best chicken strips they've ever had in their life (laughs) probably you're probably right uh-huh. Here's a question. What if he was hanging around... Uh, oh, fuck. Help me here. To make this joke funny, I need to remember... <laughs> okay. I want it that way. Was that the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, shit. Uh, Which one was it? I want it. Tell me why. Tell me why. Was that Backstreet? I think it was Backstreet Boys. Let's go with that. Sure. Given the time period that this was 1997... What uh-huh. if he would have just like walked onto the set of their video shoot for that or them in the studio? Right. And he just walks in where they're like, I want it that way. And he's like, uh, which way? I want it that way. Which way, though? I mean, I need which to know way? a little bit more Explain. than that so I can punish you. Which way? <laughs> it's like perpetual which, stuck mode. Which, almost granted. I just need to know what to do. I need a little more context clues here, guys. Like, you're the Backstreet Boys. Okay, give me more to work on. I Would want you like to, to become your wishes. <laughs> Would you like to become truly in sync with one another? <laughs> Join as one flesh. I don't know. Experience agony. <laughs> <laughs> what if you heard I wish by Stevie Wonder, dude? He'd be fucked then. Oh, shit. Poor Stevie. Man. You couldn't do anything bad to Stevie. Nobody could do anything bad to Stevie Wonder. How could you? You'd have to be uh, truly fucking just devoid of humanity. Yeah, you'd absolutely have to be devoid of humanity to do something bad to Stevie Wonder, but I bet Who the Wiz Hamster would do it. Because he's Jin. Oh. He is devoid of humanity. He truly is, man. He is. Yeah. yeah. I think the guy playing him kills it. Like, he steals the fucking yeah, he show, man. Great. He's good. He's really he fucking good. Yep. Yep. And he plays him. Uh, there are three sequels to this. He plays him in the second one, but they replaced him. For the third and fourth, and I feel like that's just that's insane. I mean, this uh, he, it's it's basically Robert England and, and Freddy Krueger. Like you can't separate the two. You yeah, can't just have anybody else come in and play it because he's like. I mean, I'm making fun of like some of the choices of the way he says stuff, like wishes, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it's distinctive, and he does it throughout, and it works. So, oh yeah, he he yeah. totally is like fully fleshed out that character and is 100% on every scene that he's in. Like, I even yeah. love how 
how well they made that prosthetic fit on his face when he's like his true form. Uh-huh. And it still, it still looks like the same guy. Like his facial yeah. structure mm-hmm. is still the same. Um, I really like that. I think they did a really good job um, yeah. with the way that the entire thing looks. He's a little Power Ranger-y whenever you see him like all together, <laughs> yes, like kind of bulky, foam padded yeah. looking. But uh-huh. I still think he looks pretty dope, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we don't have Psycho Goreman without this guy, right? Like, right, totally. has to be a and pretty dude, big influence. Speaking of fucking PG, like, there's a moment in here where he's in that fucking mall buying something, and that uh-huh. that chick running the cash register is just ca- kind of casually like, uh, it'd be cool to be pretty forever. Y- yeah, uh-huh. I guess that would be kind of neat since you suggested it, even though I didn't. <laughs> Right. That is fucking entrapment, Jen. That's fucking It bullshit. is. <laughs> but she turns into that mannequin, but like her eyes are like rolling back. That's straight uh-huh. up in Psycho Goreman. That has to be a yeah. tribute, right? I believe so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it, it's such a cool design that like, and, and so many of the other things are really cool. Like when he brings the statues to life and the Ooh, museum the and stuff. the statue men are cool, yeah. dude. I love yeah, that. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah, so I like it. It really does make up for having a pretty weak script, um, but I wish it was because it also feels like at times it kind of feels almost like the Mummy, and it's mm-hmm. like with a little bit of tweaking, the script could have been really good. And I feel like we'd have we just have more Wishmaster movies. Like right. people would have liked it more. There is some weird like missing information going on here. Like whenever she started yeah. suddenly having this like psychic connection with the djinn and then also right. everyone who'd ever interacted with the djinn had this weird right. psychic chain of events connection where I guess whenever he'd like take a dump or whatever, everybody would feel stomach cramps <laughs> or something. I yeah. don't know what was going on with that, why that was established, when that was established in the movie. It was just like suddenly, I don't know, she's connected or something. That was unclear to me. Yeah, yeah, it was unclear. Also unclear to me, like, why it is that, like, the the gym that was the prison for the Wishmaster, but, like, he, he starts using it to grant wishes? Oh, yeah, it was the thing that fucking stopped him and imprisoned him, <laughs> but he also really wants to keep it around in case that needs to happen a- right? a- again. And this is like- what makes no sense, dude. Like, the start of the movie... <laughs> Is this dude manufacturing this gym? Right. So he doesn't have any connection to the gym other than it was created to imprison him. But then later, he's he's just carrying the thing around and like using it to grant wishes. But he already could grant wishes without the gym. It shattered into a million pieces, and he (laughs) reassembles the motherfucking thing. Dude, I'd I'd flush it down the damn commode if I was him. Get rid of it. It's so weird. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. That no, was very didn't. strange, right? Yeah, yeah. That that definitely was one of the many things that I was like, wait, what? That isn't... Why? Why? Why would he keep that? Also really strange that they kept referring to it as an opal. Um, when the movie right. starts and it's like a guy making... It's like he's making a curry paste and then it's a gym. And then yeah. they call it an opal... And you got all these specialists and stuff looking at it, and they're like, yeah, it's an opal. It's a clear fire opal that has been right. carved with all these facets and stuff. Dude, Kate used to work on a jewelry show, dude. Like, you you can't carve facets into opals. They are too brittle and fragile. They don't do that. They're not fucking clear. 
Right, and and, and fire opals are, are are made in like volcanoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? They're, they're they're not something you could just make at home. I do. Yeah. I will say though, like I like the gym dimension. Like whenever he was hanging oh, out in there, cool. all those like yeah. red halls and uh-huh. shit, and his little throne, and he. It was very Freddy like how he had like all the people kind yeah. of imprisoned and like tortured and shit in there. Like he's got a pretty cool set of digs, I will say. But he needs her to, to, like, wish for three things to get what he wants. Yes. But then he sends a demon dog after her. He does that, yes. Yes, he does send the demon dog after her to kill her, even though he can't kill her because he needs her to (laughs) make the wish. It does seem kind of like, you know what he has? He's got a little bit of that... um, what is that thing that people do? It's like a self-sabotaging kind of kind of instinct. Oh, he's, he's really okay. afraid that if he succeeds, then people will expect him to succeed oh. again. So he just wow. foils his own plans, you know? Wow, the Wiz Hamster's deep. I didn't realize. Like, he's really... He he's holding himself back because yes. he's afraid yes. of what success will mean. Okay. Exactly, he's afraid wow. to succeed because then people expect results again, dude. Wow! I, I listen. I get it, Wiz Hamster. I get it, buddy. We should hang out. You should grant me some wishes in the good way. And you know, you should just chill. Just you know, make the wishes yeah, because they make chill. you happy. Don't worry about what people expect out of you. It's, it seems like when you put on the human skin, ladies are all over you. So death, <laughs> like just maybe you just know, put on the human skin. Uh, you know, go on some dates. Uh, maybe, maybe just enjoy your life. You don't have to worry about wishes. <laughs> yeah, you know, stop wishing, start living, buddy. <laughs> start living. Become the life master. That's what you need to do. Quit giving the ice cream guy from Phantasm uh, blood boil cancer. <laughs> blood boil cancer. Because Buck Flowers wish for. Okay, here's the thing about this movie. <laughs> so even though, like, as as a horror fan, I love that you're watching this movie and it's like playing horror movie bingo with who who all yeah, the fuck is uh, involved in it and stuff. Right. The the cameos are so huge that it's like absolutely distracting from the story. It like, is. It's all it is. these number one fucking. A list, yeah. I mean, you got you got Candyman. You've got a Jason who's also a Leatherface, who's also a Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. You've got a Freddy Krueger, another Freddy Krueger, the Freddy right. Krueger. Uh-huh. You have so many fucking people involved in this that it's constantly like, oh, like fucking Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio on the couch in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he's like, that's him, you know, pointing at the screen. Like right. that was me watching this movie to the point of distraction. And again, I did still enjoy it. Like, whenever the fucking Jen and Tony Todd are having their confrontation and it's, like, the deep voice-off that we've all uh-huh. always wanted, like, finally Candyman has some deep voice competition. Fucking right. great, dude. Yeah, that was, that was good. And uh, the bits with, with Kane Hodder, because, you know, Kane Hodder is playing it exactly as he would, where he is in no way intimidated by this person. Yeah, uh, and he gets to, yeah. to speak a little bit. Like, finally, Jason talks some. That's great. Right, and and has a weird 90s beard. Yeah, and Pazuzu <laughs> makes a cameo in this. Like, this oh, is how Pazuzu deep in the horror lore this does. goes. Pazuzu shows <laughs> Pazuzu up. just hanging out Saying at, howdy. Uh, at Raymond Beaumont's house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Freddy Krueger in this as well. Like, yeah, there's, there's so many... So many moments, and it's interesting because he's clearly doing some Freddy 
type of thing like with the the irony of your fate or whatever but like they they don't play up as much the uh wishmaster versus freddy because uh raymond beaumont is in no way like freddy you can no. have Tony Todd being intimidating. You have Kane Hodder being intimidating, but Robert England is playing a role. He's playing a character. He's pretty chill in this, man. He's pretty yeah. chill. But I will say this movie does kind of posit a world that is kind of pinheadish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not surprising, considering that Peter Atkins wrote the screenplay, screenplay for Hellraiser 2 and wrote uh, Hellraiser 3 and Hellraiser oh. 4. You can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell at all. All right, pop quiz mortal. You ready okay. for this? Yeah. Your life depends on it. Imagine a movie what centers around uh, a, a guy acquiring a statue okay. which holds a powerful item that can unlock a powerful supernatural being okay where he murders a ton of people in crazy ways at a huge party right and everybody smokes all the time am i talking about this movie or hellraiser 3 which right. one is it it's uh, it is very similar it is both in plot in <laughs> structure and yeah the the villain <laughs> like yeah there there's a, there's a whole lot of similarity this is and, better than Hellraiser three. I will go on record for to sure. Say, way better. I yeah, I think this is is definitely better than Hellraiser three. But yeah, this 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 Peter Atkins guy was getting kickbacks from Big Tobacco, right? Like he just. Oh I, I'm my assuming god! Every single character, I'm assuming in the script, it just says so and so enters smoking. Like everybody <laughs> is smoking all the time. Everybody, when they got their character assignments, they were like, "So, what is my motivation for smoking?" Oh well. <laughs> You're a djinn that just came back, you know, on Earth for the first time in thousands of years, and you just killed uh, a dude who was smoking, so you smell it and you start smoking and you get hooked on how cool it is. That's why you, a genie, smoke all the time. Dude, the smoking in this movie, I swear to God, man. Like, okay, there are, and I freely admit, as a, a... you know, person who grew up in the 80s and 90s and is totally, Uh absolutely brainwashed by big tobacco... There are scenes in movies that I still think, man, that person smoking that 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 cigarette looks cool. You know, it mm. looks cool okay. sometimes. Never once in this movie. This has the most unsexy, <laughs> unflattering, unappealing smoking I have ever seen in a movie in it, beating out even yep. Hellraiser 3. Like this is very wow. nearly a anti-tobacco campaign turned into a movie. <laughs> This has the nastiest smoking in it I have ever seen. And maybe it's because the aesthetic of the movie and the way it's shot and the way it's lit is all very ordinary. Like, it's all very plain lighting, plain framing and stuff. It doesn't have sexy shadows and movie filters and environments where, ooh, it'd look cool to be sucking on that coffin nail. You know what I mean? It just looks like normal people doing normal stuff, and you watch them smoking, and you go, man... I bet it fucking stinks in there. I bet their yeah. clothes stink. <laughs> yes. I bet I can smell them when I come into the room. I bet their breath <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee when that that one basketball player came up to her to tell her, I use stillness, she was like, 
Why does she stink so bad? <laughs> oh, God. Coach smells. I bet everybody's car smells awful. Her fucking Ugh. 1996 Saturn that she drives. <laughs> Holy shit. A Saturn yeah. in a movie, dude. A Saturn yeah. in a movie. Name another time you've seen <sighs> someone seriously, non-ironically driving a Saturn in a movie. Well, I feel like Saturn was only around for like 10 years. Uh, not and, long. And yeah, not very often did you did you catch a Saturn in a movie. If you did, it was meant to signify that these are hard times, you know? Right? <laughs> it's rough. This movie does have a way of capturing so much of the ugliest shit of, of the 90s when we were teenagers, yeah. man. Like between the smoking, the fucking uh-huh. Saturn, the... Yeah. Uh, God, the, the fashion in this. The clothes yeah. in this are so <laughs> hideous, dude. Like there's they a are. scene where... Yeah. What what is her like boss's name? Nick. Yeah. Uh huh. What's he wearing most he's, of the time? Dude, he's wearing this like green, kind of quasi button up shirt that looks like it could be made of like terry cloth towel material, and he uh-huh. has like gold chains underneath <laughs> it. Here's the thing: like, there's '90s fashion that appears in like you know ridiculous pop culture movies like fucking can't hardly wait or whatever where like seth green is wearing goggles and shit on his head it's like yeah that's very 90s but no it's it's 90s movies aesthetic right you know not a lot of people actually ever wore anything like that yeah right these are all outfits that people wore on a day-to-day basis in the 90s like we wore these outfits for sure probably everyone looks stupid as shit it's hideous yeah it looks it looks real bad. It, it feels gross. Yeah, it does feel like I don't know. Watching it, it felt like something you'd catch late at night on Cinemax right before the Skinemax takeover. <laughs> like it'd be the last movie before a softcore porn, and and it just feels kind of scuzzy. Feels a yeah. little dirty. Yeah. Dude, Kate summed it up. She's like, man, this has like the look and feel of, of like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Just like an average <laughs> yeah. early in the series episode where it does. It it's does. like a monster of the week kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Kind of yeah, cheap, feels- kind of low budget, you know. He kind of looks like a charmed villain as well. Yeah. I like see he, that. He, yeah. I, I I think that's almost a compliment too, because I do like the the aesthetic of those things, but it is cheap. It's you know, it's they're doing the best they can on a, on a low budget, uh, and this this had a five million dollar budget, so that's kind of what you're seeing here. They're really emphasizing putting their money in the right places, you know, putting it into cameos, the, the effects and stuff, so that it it even if the script isn't great, it's still entertaining. Yeah, yeah, completely so, man, completely. And, of course, it keeps you, you know, on the edge of your seat with all those expertly timed and appropriately placed jump scares. I hated it so much. There's no need for them. There's no need. They're They're like three jump scares unrelated to any actual terror. It's just like, oh, here's some eyes. Like, Dude, a guy just exits a, a doorway with a jar of eyeballs. And points it at the camera. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, don't know. Don't know why. Uh, that that cute college chick showing up with her scary mask, just like, oh, like, what was that for? It, why? It didn't mean anything. It, no. It was so dumb. It's yeah. so pointless. Yeah, she had to, to enter the scene extremely dramatically because she's looking for Professor Exposition Dump Truck. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is what that professor does. Just exposition upon exposition. Like, here's everything. That, that was her major. Yeah, she majored in exposition and fucking <laughs> killing it. There's it's a- amazing that just as this, you know, storyline centered around real life Zoroastrianism and Aruhu Mazda and uh-huh. Jens and all this shit is unfolding in modern times America. It just so happens in the very same town, a exposition professor is putting on a play about <laughs> the very same thing and is expertly equipped to answer all the questions and tell you everything there is to know about this character, which she does well, multiple times in the movie. <laughs> uh, there's one thing you can bet on when you're talking about the city of Los Angeles. Somebody's putting on a play about Uhura Mazda somewhere. Okay. It's all happening. Right. It's You've lived happening. there. You know, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You go to a house party, like three different people invite you to their play about Uhura Mazda, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Again, the Zoroastrian angle again. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, huge coincidence that all that happens to be happening. So perfectly timed. Uh I I I think that like the flaws of the script could have easily been fixed. It just seems like going into this hiring Robert Kurtzman giving a five million dollar budget you know what you're aiming for and it's not a movie that's gonna win any awards for its script no uh, <laughs> so I, I i understand why they put the money where they they put it but it does just feel like just put a little bit more effort into the script and this could have been like a horror franchise that people would like legit care about right seriously like that and just being a little less carefree about that cg like man I, Ugh, that's what i don't it's understand bad. Like, it's bad. the cg yeah. that's in this really sucks and some of it it's is not necessary not necessary exactly nope. dude like there was a way to show that meat skeleton looking around for victims without just switching to cgi for one shot yeah where it's like looking all around. of it looked good up to that point you It'll were dope. puppeting it and it looked good why not puppet it to do that yeah I have no idea. Like, the woman turning to glass and shattering. Like, dude. Uh, it didn't need to happen, even. It's just no, bad. No, not at all. Like, I, I don't understand how they couldn't have done that in a better way. Like, make her hand turn into ice, and then you just hire an ice sculpture artist to make an ice sculpture woman. There you go. Boom. And then you blow it the fuck up. Easy. Uh, the piano wire. Most of oh, the shots of the piano wire are it being guided by wire. Yeah. But for some reason, there's CGI shots in there that you don't even need uh-uh. that just look bad. They like, look just terrible. cut them. Yeah. You don't even need them. Completely unnecessary. And yeah, like Kane Hodder's death where he he's like, you'll have to walk through me. That's a wish. You'll have That's to walk through wish. me. It's not like I would like well, for you to walk through me. He said, That's I'd wish. love to see that. <laughs> That's enough for it to be a wish? Really? What? Man, with the fine print on these fucking wishes, I swear to God. Right? <laughs> but yeah, where he like becomes one with this glass wall or something. Like that uh-huh. looked okay, but then when he walks through it, it's That's when it looks terrible. bad, yeah. Terrible. You gotta think, 1997, dude, we'd had T2. We'd had Jurassic Park. Like, you could do better or just get more creative with the way that you chose to shoot that like this is totally in that era 
that we talked about before where they were just so overzealous with this shit where they were like, yeah. finally, I can just show it plainly, descriptively, and uncreatively. Let's right. do it. Yeah, I think maybe some of that was uh, KMB moving into doing digital stuff, so they wanted just, you know, business card. Yeah, we yeah. can do that. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, and that is fair. It's fine. I mean, it, it was they saw that that's the way the business was going, but they still gave us enough practical effects to, to overshadow the bad CG. Totally. But it dude. is bad. Yeah, yeah. Because that's honestly about all the bad, bad CG that I can think of in this. Like, it wasn't great, yeah. but it wasn't one of those things that fucking ruins the movie. But, no, yeah, they, no. they could have got more creative, especially knowing, you know, who was involved doing those effects and what they're capable right? of. Yeah, there absolutely. was a better way around that shit. Um, I think the soundtrack is fucking sick. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, Harry Manfredini fucking killing it. Yeah, I, I think I think they they made a, a smart like you bring Harry Manfredini in, you're always gonna get quality. I feel like uh, same with K and B. Like they ju- they were just smart with picking the best. Uh, and 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 you know Tony Todd uh, is always gonna be great. Robert England always gonna be great. Like the the as you said like. The cameos are like A-list cameos. Yeah. So it does get distracting at a point because it's like, these are, you're cameoing somebody who should just be in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what didn't get distracting. What's that? When the whiz hamster would just randomly adopt modern day slang and say <laughs> stuff like, I guess this shit has hit the fan or, oh, right. well, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, like, that was what? so stupid. Why is he picking up on these things? Like, who's How does he, he know talking English? to? How does he know English? <laughs> That's a great question. How in the hell does he know English? Hmm. I don't that know. Was There's stupid. no attempt to explain that at all either. Not really, man. Did you uh like? Did you watch any of the sequels to this? No, I watched a making of documentary. Uh, huh? <laughs> we rent. We rented this on DVD. Uh, Ooh, wow stuff. old school yeah Sick. you yeah, wish but, for a uh, dvd copy of Wishmaster. <laughs> i i did look into the sequels and the second one does have the return of andrew uh divoff uh as as the Jin, but he doesn't he doesn't come back for the third or fourth and oh. i also read that the third and fourth are far less horror movies uh, and more of an action movie and a romance movie, which, <laughs> what? I don't know. I, so I'm a little intrigued. So I might, and maybe next week I will have watched the Wishmaster sequels. I understand you wish to get up in these guts. <laughs> what if these That's guts got up into you? Is. And then I guess is what, like, is it his colon comes out of his butt and goes up their butt? I think that's what happened earlier in the movie when those th- those evil guts were eating that person. Oh, okay, yeah, pretty that sure. Was, <laughs> it was the revenge of the guts. Yeah, that, the revenge. That of lady the guts, had right. gotten all up in them guts the night before. Mm-hmm, she pegged yep. the dude, and now his guts were getting revenge. Yep, that's exactly okay. what happened. Pretty sure that was a foreshadowing of what's going to happen later. <laughs> yes. Okay. Perfect. Great. That's great writing. I would watch the sequels, honestly. Like, oh, yeah, I know absolutely. that I've like sat here and talked a lot of shit about this because there are a lot of things to pick apart if you're doing a podcast about it. But sure. I still enjoyed it 
like quite a lot. Like I was, I was totally fucking focused watching the entire movie and enjoying the exceptional violence and special effects. Like it didn't really right. bug me that there wasn't really any sort of cohesion to the story or the laws of the movie. I didn't really care. That's not really why you would right. put this on, you know? Yeah, a skeleton jumps out of a guy's body. Yeah, so come on. You're not going to like that? confirms my fear that our skeletons are only held in our bodies by magic. And I'm telling if you. they were to escape, uh, they would express their murderous rage. I'll tell you, it's got to be really warm in there. Like, I know how yeah. I get when I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm under the covers. Right. And I'm like, too warm. This is awful. Get me out of here. Like, imagine how your skeleton feels. That thing is probably that fucking cooking. Probably sweating his ass off. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd love to be get really out and murder somebody. Sure. Yeah, no, I Just get, get out it. and do anything, you know? Bless him. Bless, Bless that skeleton. <laughs> it's not a bad flick. Like, I got to no, say, not- especially, like, in, in this era of horror where everything was so... Same, 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 same. Yeah. If I'd have seen this in 19 and 90 heaven, it would have been a pleasure <laughs> and a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have been, you, you'd be like listening to Sugar Ray and they're just like, hey, you guys want to watch Wishmaster 2? Every morning I'm watching Wishmaster. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's 1997 Ben. Yeah. 1997 Ben. That's, yeah, exactly. Summed it up perfectly, man. <laughs> You got any other likes, dislikes about this you want to mention? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, honestly, um, as you said, there, there's a lot to pick apart about it. I still find it entertaining. I, I don't think there's anything in particular I would say that ruins the movie. Uh, so, and, and I did, I mean, I, I think I have watched this like four or five times now. Uh, so I, I, I definitely find it entertaining and don't have any real issue with it. Uh, so I, I, I'm with you and I would say if I'm slapping a number on it, I think the appropriate number for it for me is probably around a five, like it's middle of the road. Uh, and it's that, that means I, I I do enjoy a, a good bit of it. I cannot see myself ever like. I, I don't know that I'll ever recommend the Wishmaster to somebody. I don't know that it's ever going to pop into my head like, oh, you should see the Wishmaster. But very specifically, if I was talking to someone around my age and they were talking about all the Scream clones back in the day, I might then bring up, oh, did you ever see the Wishmaster back in the day? Yeah. So, <laughs> so for me, middle of the road, really good special effects, bad script, but overall just entertaining. What about you? Now, see, I disagree with you because I think the next time that I'm at Disneyland and I see some uh-huh. uh, little kid that's so excited to meet the genie right. from Aladdin, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go up to him after he gets his photo taken and be like, hey, kid, you like genie so much? You go home. You watch the fucking Wishmaster. Welcome to the real <laughs> world, jackass. <laughs> you knock his fucking... Harry Potter drink out of his hand. Oh no! Wait, that's universal. Sorry. Yeah, that's universal. <laughs> that's universal. Yeah. <laughs> he might still have it though. What a nerd! He brought it what with him. Weed. Yeah. I He's love magic dork. and wizards and genies. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, grab my wish, wish master. It is me, yeah. Buttercrust, generously. Mm. Buttercrust, generously. 
I made an appearance a million years ago on the podcast. If this is your first episode, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, better listen to all the back catalog to learn about yep. buttercrust generously. Oh. You're going to have to just listen to every episode until you hear buttercrust generously, and then that joke will be funny. Worth it. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Then you're going to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and be like, yeah, totally five worth stars, totally to worth it. Cattle. The 350-plus episodes, so I can understand <laughs> Uncle Ben's buttercrust generously joke. Yes. Well, I'll wait until the butster drops by. No, 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 that no, 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 really no, no, with anybody. I wish Nobody to not hear the, the butster, butster again. I wish to oh, not hear him. Hey. Oh, God, now I'm just you. smelling him. I'm smelling the butster. <laughs> you know, uh, when I'm out there on the road, I like to drive in the left lane, you know, because it makes you go faster. Uh, But I don't, I don't really like to drive fast, Uh, so uh, I just, I get, I get into the left lane. But then when somebody tries to pass me on the right, I get real mad, you know, because nobody passes big vroom vroom, Uh, and then I, I speed up. Buster, stop! I wish to die, (laughs) Riz Hamster, to be away from the Buster. Fuck. Fuck. Is that your wish? <laughs> Fuck the butster is my wish. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck the, the buster. buster. <laughs> yeah. Are his fans the wish butter just does it really oh. standardly. He just like, uh, your wish is granted and just starts slamming the butster. <laughs> it, it's a Wednesday night. The lights are mostly off. and <laughs> I mean, you got to get it done quickly because you both have to work in the morning. So, you know, just kind of go through the motions. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Wiz Hamster, poor guy. Poor guy. I, yeah. I like this movie pretty good. Like the the special effects, and honestly, just the unexpected. Like, oh my god! Like a kind of traditional eighties horror movie in nineteen ninety seven that I somehow hadn't seen uh, was enough to put me over the top to be like, yeah, I had a good time. I'm gonna go a little higher than you. I'm gonna say, like, I don't know, six, six and a half. Ooh. Like, man, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. big score. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed it. Sounds like you did too. I hope you guys listened to the show, enjoyed it. Let us know what you guys think about this flick on our various social media accounts. We're on Angel Fire. We're on Mastodon. We're on Uh uh, that other new one. We are on Blue Sky. If you're on Blue Sky, hi. Dead and lovely. Guess what? We beat the goth girls. We got dead and lovely. It's not dead and lovely pod. Not anything of the sort, just dead we beat, and lovely. Bi- we beat Big Necro out to getting dead and lovely. <laughs> Big no goth way. girl, yeah. We did. Wow, we fucking did yeah. it, man. We fucking did Yeah, anyways, follow us on uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all those other things, and hang out with us on our Facebook group. It is still the only reason to use a Facebook account. So hang out with your boys on there. Let us know what you think about this flick. And uh, you guys can find all those links over on our Linktree page. Just look for Linktree. Right. Dead and lovely. You'll find us as well as finding our Patreon page where you can give yeah. us monetary recompense. That's right. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Head over there. Become a patron on any level. You get access to the Patreon exclusive episodes. New Hell Rankers up there on the Howling series. Well worth listening to. Uh, you uh, become a patron on a $5 level. You get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl like Clint did. Uh, and then we draw once a month from that bowl, and we cover the movie that we drew. So that could be you. You could, be, could be the you. person. Go do. Go do. Go do. We drew like you. What is your wish? Right? 
That's right. That's the one. That's yeah, right. So be sure to do that before you tune in to the next episode of the show, in which we will be finally wrapping up the entire Ugh. Harry Potter oh, movie God, legacy. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Uh, a wild card non-horror episode. If you guys have listened to the yep. show for a while, you know that every July we celebrate Harry Potter's birthday, the boy who lived, oh, by right. doing mm-hmm. a uh, another installment of the honestly not that great Harry Potter movie franchise. So we'll probably be <laughs> right. um, just dunking on Harry Potter 7 yeah. and 8. We're doing That's both. Right. Of Do the Deathly both. Hallows series. I got. I just got to be finished with talking about J.K. Rowling. Because you know? fucking every day this woman gets worse. Oh, my God, uh, So, yeah. Oh, my we, God. We, she, we'll, uh, she sure does care a lot about what sure. people think about their, 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 their genitalia and their gender identity yeah. and stuff. She yeah. could just stop talking. Ooh, she could that's a just stop talking. I wish she could shut the JK fuck Rowling up. Yeah. would shut the fuck up, maybe. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, so we'll be we'll be finishing up with the the two-part Deathly Hollows 7 and 8. We decided to do it all at once cuz what's the point <laughs> separating yeah, right, right? Them, Come on. honestly. Yeah. Uh but yeah, we'll we'll be getting to that and finishing up. So I, I'm excited to finally be done with that. It's something we started that that was like innocent and fun. And they just quickly got twisted into, <laughs> God damn it. This but again, we are completionists, so... We are, so we do have to finish it. It has yeah. to happen. <laughs> and finish it, we will, on next week's episode of Drang and Largly, here with your host, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. We'll catch you guys next time. Goodbye, be careful what you wish for. Man, I was thinking the other day about Shark Week, right? Shark Week, okay. Yeah, good thing to think about. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking about like if a, if a shark became fully sentient and right. like, you know, grew lungs and stuff and was able to like come on land and talk uh-huh. with us and observe our customs and stuff and like what they think of Shark Week, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I was just kind of imagining a shark being like, Shark Week? No, shark strong. <laughs> you know, it probably would hurt their feelings to be called weak all over all the time. You know, yeah, every year, yeah. shark weak, shark weak. Wow, wow, yeah, we really should consider these things before we set out to provide a, a, a an animal, a species with a, a weak. Weak. I mean, totally. chipmunk weak. I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, very chipmunk weak. weak. Look at. I don't him. know though, man. Unless you're an acorn, then it's like no chipmunk oh, strong. Shit. Chipmunk strong. That's acorn voice. That's what I think they would sound <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. 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 And chipmunks are like, yeah, chipmunk strong, and they like <laughs> rip open the fucking acorn. That's all. Like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Shark strong. (laughs) Shark weak. I love it. I mean, because it it really does. It's it's a great idea in principle. But yeah, the second that a shark starts walking on land, you know, becomes entirely sentient, uh, can can breathe air, 
and can talk to us, they're going to have their hearts broken. Dude, especially considering that, like, all that they do is eat protein and swim. Like, they're probably right. cut up as shit, right? Oh, man. Listen, you know what? I bet a lot of them have, like, issues, you know, body dysmorphia, where they're like, oh, I, you know, man, I, all the other sharks are stronger than me. And then they hear this shit. Like, mm. come on. Discovery. Right? Can't believe well, you I mean, there's, there's also some clear, like, you know, nameism going on there, too. Great white shark. Okay, for one, uh, racist. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Racist. Okay. Okay. He's mostly gray. And then what do we call the other ones? fucking yellow shark lemon shark like okay okay there's some weird stuff going on here there is you know what i think if sharks and inevitably this will happen they'll their brains will grow to the point where they can communicate with us deep blue sea. they're gonna have some questions they're gonna have some questions that there's- at the very least like one uh your hat it's like a shark's fin what's up with that mm, yeah mm-hmm. right <laughs> we gotta be ready 